Hello and welcome to the Community Action Group podcast, The Block Party. Today we have Matt Cap, Michigan Farm Bureau's Government Relations Specialist, joining us to introduce December's discussion topic and get to know a little better. Welcome, Matt. We're so glad you could join us. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah. To get us started, Matt, can you tell us who you are, what you do, and a fun fact about yourself? Sure. I I serve as the government relations specialist for Michigan Farm Bureau, uh, which is uh, kind of two different buckets. One bucket is uh, I work with our AgriPAC and candidate evaluation committee programs. And then the other bucket is what we're talking about today. Um, I serve as a local government and, and land use specialist for, for Michigan Farm Bureau. Fun fact about myself, uh, Lifelong Michigan State Spartan fan, went to Michigan State. I'm a season ticket holder for Michigan State football, which it's been a um, it's been a rough season this year, but I'm still a fan nonetheless. Yeah, go green. Go white. Um, can you please give us a brief overview of what we will be discussing with our groups this month? Yeah, so we're talking about local government and why we need more farmers, why we need agriculture to be involved and engaged in local government is the topic. Perfect. Yeah. Um, the world's run by those who show up, right? That's the same. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you really focus a lot on the importance of getting involved in local government. Uh, can you expand more on what all is included in local government? Are there often positions that we overlook where agriculture could have a voice? Yes. I'll start with township government uh, because probably 99.9% of Farm Bureau members live in a, live in a township. That's where most of the land is in the, in the geographic land is in the state of Michigan. Um, So at the township government, there's a township supervisor, a township clerk, a township treasurer, and then either uh, either two or four township trustees. And um, a trustees uh, is more or less the legislator, like the state representative, uh, state representatives of the of the township. Those are all elected positions, which um, supervisor and trustee in particular uh, are very important positions for agriculture. And if we can have uh, farmers in those positions, that would be great. You asked about positions that are often underlooked. Yeah. And um, for those, I, I would bring up township planning commissions. Uh, in my opinion, um, the most important important position at, a, at the township level is the planning commission. And planning commissions are actually not even elected. They're they're appointed. They're appointed by the township board. So if a farmer didn't want to go through the headache of running for office, that would be one way to avoid that and um, make a big difference. Uh, planning commissions determine what the township's going to look like in the future. And uh, that's what, what the township's going to look like 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years from now. So what the township's going to look like when their kids and grandkids are, are 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 farming the family farm? That's a very important position that I feel often gets uh, it's often undervalued, and 
and, and, and undersold the significance that someone can make by just serving on the planning commission. Yeah, so you said all planning commissions are appointed? Yes. Okay. By the Township Board. Okay. Perfect. Um, so if someone wants to be involved but may not be ready to run for local government, what advice would you give them? I guess I would um, – so, so Michigan Farm Bureau has two resources that um, that can help um, prepare and uh, pre prepare members to, to serve for government, to serve in government and run for government, um, and also teach Farm Bureau members how government works. And um, those would be our, um, our Michigan Farm Bureau Candidate Handbook which um, if anybody wants to access that, uh, they can visit the Michigan Farm Bureau website and um, on our political uh, political um, elections um, uh, part of our website, you'll see you'll they'll see the link for our to our Michigan Farm Bureau candidate handbook that um, that basically explains what all the different positions are in local government and explains in and explains what they do. Um, the other resource that I would that I would uh, share with members is we have a, a a leadership development program, our Academy for Political Leadership, that um, uh, also can help teach members how to run for office, but also how government works and, and how government functions. Yeah, and some folks who you've had in that academy, they've been more so, you know, a township clerk or something like that, working elections to help give them another flavor inside of what they're working right yes yep yep and, and it's varied so we uh a recent graduate of, a, of our political academy just got appointed township supervisor a few months ago um we also have a political academy graduate that's uh a state representative of the michigan legislature so we've we got state office and local office both both as graduates yeah perfect um, so if somebody wants to get involved in the academy, what is their best route to pursue becoming a potential um, participant or just learning more about it? I would reach out to their county farm bureau. County farm bureaus nominate members for the program. And if uh, they're interested, I would have them reach out to their county farm bureau and let them know that they have interest in, in um, participating in our academy for political leadership. Perfect. So looking at community action groups, what could a community action group do to become more involved in local government? Uh, a couple things. Um, uh, for one, the uh, community action group members can start start attending township meetings or if not attend a township meeting, at least keep a tr at least keep track of what's what's going on. And when issues come up that impact agriculture, uh, let other farmers in the county and township know so they can so they can get involved and they can express um, they can express their viewpoint uh, during township board meetings. Community action group members can also run for run for township office or they could get appointed. Like I talked about, planning commissions are appointed, and I. And I also don't want to I don't want to overlook the fact that we have community action group members that either currently serve in township government 
or have served in the township government in the past. And those members can help educate other members on how how township government works and how to and how to get involved and how to get elected and or appointed. So I don't want to overlook um, the experience that some of our members have. Mm-hmm. Um, we need those members to share those experiences with other people to get more and new people involved. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And really, um, what better network to share all of those experiences than through the Community Action Group Network? So shifting gears a little bit um, here, Matt, what is the most important lesson you've learned over your career that you think everyone should learn at some point? Um, what I've learned over what I've learned in my career um, is Farm Bureau can make a difference. Um, Farm Bureau uh, with, with members collectively working together, believe it or not, we as an organization can actually make a difference. Um, I've seen situations where uh, where the writing was on the wall, a township was going to approve a zoning ordinance. The township already had all the votes in the township board locked up. They were all going to vote one way. And because we had 60 some farmers show up to a township meeting, the township board changed course. I've seen that happen, and I think sometimes some may think that, um, you know, it's 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 propaganda, you know, Farm Bureau making a difference is a bunch of propaganda. I've, I've seen it in my career where Farm Bureau truly can uh, can impact public policy. Not just at the township level, but also at the state and federal level for that matter, too. Yeah, yeah. And it's always fun to celebrate those counties that go through and work through local issues, work with their local government um, to make those differences and see them celebrated through the grassroots lobbying award, which we're in that process of accepting nominations and things like that right now, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if I could make one more point back on that. You talked about the Grassroots Lobbying Award. I feel like when a, when a lot of our members and even my staff colleagues think of grassroots lobbying, they think of state and federal government, mm-hmm. which kind of always irks me a little bit because we do have another level of government, which is called local government. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I think that we can make a bigger difference and have a greater impact at the local government. Uh, level than we could state and federal government. And um, I was at a county farm bureau uh, meeting once, this is quite a few years ago, and we were discussing a local issue. And the county farm bureau was hesitant to get involved in the local issue. And I said to them, I said, who's the largest agricultural organization in your county? And they said, well, we are the County Farm Bureau. I said, okay, I, I, that's, I believe that. So if the largest agricultural organization in the county isn't going to represent agriculture on a local issue, who else is going to do it? When I said that, the whole room got silent. 
and they got and they and they ended up getting involved and they and they were able to make a difference. But I, I just I bring that up because I again I think a lot of us think that when we think of grassroots lobbying, political involvement, we think state and federal, and that's very important. I'm not I'm not diminishing the importance of us being involved in state and federal government, but I also think we can't forget about local government as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why you're the right person to have in the position that you're in. Um, to help those counties. And I know I've worked with you in the past on some local issues and um, helping prepare a member to go to planning commission meetings and through all of that. Um, so thank you for everything that you do with our members and helping set them up for success. Um, just to wrap us up, Matt, what is your favorite movie? So I'm a college football fan, so I'm going to have to say Rudy. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, that is a good one. Um, sport, athletic movies, anything, uh, they're always a, a tearjerker. They yep. get me. Um, anything else that you want to leave with the group? Just uh, get get involved. The time is now. And um, uh, 2024, uh, all all township offices, all, all township elected offices are actually on the ballot 2024 coming up here. So now is the time to think about running and and, and and the filing deadline is in April, so I didn't. Now's the time. Now's the time to do it. Yep. And at the end of the day, if you're not running, at least get out there and vote, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. Well, perfect. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Community Action Group podcast, The Black Party. We look forward to bringing you one episode a month. A big thank you to Ashley Frazee for her work to produce this podcast. And a final thank you to Matt for joining us and everyone for listening in. Thank you for the invite.